to the square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth. I'm Curtis the Fourth. And today we are going to kind of give a preview of this season. We've kind of gone through the schedule that came out what last week, week two weeks ago maybe, um, and basically <laughs> um, just picked our favorite matchups, paired in week by week. We'll just go through and talk about some of the most interesting matchups that we find in the NFL uh, for the 2021 season. So uh, before we get into that, though, uh, again, always please like, rate, and subscribe. Um, and then make sure you share the podcast. We want to continue to grow here as a community of sports fans. Um, what, what, what's your, what, before you get right before you get into all that? What, okay. What's your feeling about once the schedules got released? How do you feel? Uh, what was your take? Like you know, you, you've seen all these games, seeing who yeah. got screwed, who didn't. You know, it's <laughs> fair. No, it's it's hard. I just I'm excited for football. I'm ready for football. But Chicago always gets screwed. Somehow we have the hardest schedule in our division. Didn't like that. Isn't that like every year? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like we can't. We come in second place in our division, and we have even though yes, Green Bay is literally has the fourth hardest schedule. We have the third hardest schedule in the NFL. Mm. Like that makes no like that theoretically should never happen. Um, but. Whatever we we still sit with a second place schedule, having to play a, a Super Bowl champion, and then all of the AFC North and all of the NFC West. So we're kind of in a in a in a pickle there, but uh, it's yeah. it's nasty. But I mean, overall, I do like. There's a lot of really good matchups this year. They they I think the NFL hit it out of the park with the the kind of the marquee matchups mm-hmm. like every week outside of one or two weeks there's there's a there's a powerhouse game that's like just can't miss tv right um so that's how i feel about it i mean i just think that i'm also just giddy for for football again <laughs> just i'm ready for it so uh, i could be overhyping some of these but uh, probably, but i'm ready you probably are but you know, that's okay but i'm a diehard and I, I'm, I'm not just a bears fan i'm a diehard nfl fan so like I think I also have a different kind of outlook on the season than right, a lot fine. of people do. Not a problem. <clears throat> your thoughts? Um, you you know how I feel about this. I don't <laughs> I don't like their formula. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if I ever liked any of their processes, but it just considering that they have this formula for how they choose, you know, how they create their schedules, and um, listening to a few of the schedulers you know, videos and listening to how mm-hmm. they 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 use the formula and where they wanted to slate the games and which weeks and so on and so forth. I, I just, the way they explained it, I, yeah, I don't think they need to let the public know how they do that. Cause that's, <laughs> that's I, I, I walked away with a bad taste. You know, yeah. like, I don't, that, that seemed borderline biased somewhere at the end when it comes down to, like, where they're going to play them and which weeks and, and with their factory, and they, and they say, well, that's that, what confused me about Washington's schedule. I don't know if you caught a glimpse of theirs. They literally finished the last five weeks of the season all division matchups. No, I didn't. And <laughs> you know, is that going to be based on some quirky NF, you know, NFC least nonsense from last year? So now here's your, you know, your pittance. <laughs> it's insane. They play because de- they play. If I'm thinking this right, they play the Giants in week two. Then they play Dallas in 
two of the, the, the five weeks at the end of the year. They play Philly two out of the five weeks at the end of the year. And then they wrap up the season with, with the Giants again. So <laughs> they, they just have, like, like, and it's not saying, like, these teams are so good. Like, it is really going to be hard for Washington to get through and, and kind of break their way right. uh, into anything. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just – but it is very hard to play within your division, and you have to do it week after week after week mm-hmm. at the end of the season, and you are – they're going to be dead tired if they do limp their way into the playoffs. Yeah, not good. Yeah. <laughs> so, not I mean, good. there's some weird stuff that's going on with the schedule making. There's – but I I think again overall, there are a lot of marquee games that are going to be really fun to watch this year throughout the entire season. And plus, we got an extra game uh, this year as well, so get even more football. It's still going to probably fly by way faster than it sh- than it should feel. Not an extra game. They just we just we're, whatever we're missing, we're going to watch one less preseason game. Actually, yeah, that that's what I was going to say. They did kind of make it so they shifted it basically so that the yeah. season starts a week earlier. We got one more meaningful game yeah. is what we really have, which so. that's great. You know, now if they want to just go ahead and cut out one more preseason game and give us another bye week and balance out this season a little bit because and then get rid of the other two and extend the playoffs. No, you can't do that. You gotta have a dress rehearsal. I'm like, you know how these people are getting killed in week one. Well, they do anyway. Like, yeah. week, week one is always an extension of the preseason anyway. I mean, yeah, but dude, you said let's have no extension of nothing. Let's nothing. just start. Let's go. Football, even, go. Man, last man standing is gonna be the champion. <laughs> exactly. Literally. No, not uh, scoring, I mean, just standing. Almost what it is now. Hmm. Almost. But let's get into it. Week one, best matchup. We both agreed on this one. We took it. Cleveland, Kansas City. I think that that is the most interesting matchup of week one. Hands down. (laughs) Absolutely. So we're getting a um, rematch from, you know, the uh, AFC divisional round from last year. The Um, fumble out of the end zone kind of screwed over Cleveland in that game. But Does also, Cleveland really get screwed over considering that they were in the second round of a playoff. I think, hell, best. No, I just don't like that rule. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That rule is stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's, well, man, we can go down quite a few <laughs> rules that they got that don't, you know, catch, no catch. Fair. Do I need to say anymore? Yeah, that, God, instant replay. A lot of things need to be fixed uh, about the NFL, but it is still one of the best yes. sports. Uh, yes, it is, apart from the yeah. rules that they got. No, but Cleveland, Kansas City, I, I'm I'm dying to see this. I do think Kansas City is going to start off the season with a W here, but this is going to be one of the most – it's going to be a very hard matchup for, for Kansas City to start out their, their campaign on their uh, kind of revenge tour, uh, yep. if you will. Um, they're starting out hot. That's, that's going to be a tough team to beat, a, an up-and-coming team that got better than what they were last year. Now if they can kind of handle the success a little bit more, mm-hmm. they can mature a little bit more and, and not be such a, a young, ragtag kind of group of guys that come together. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can play as a team fully from week one to week 18, that's going to be a, a, a sneaky, not, I wouldn't say dark horse, but one of the few teams in the AFC uh, Super Bowl bubble, uh, if you will. Yeah, and with that loaded um AFC North division, yeah. man, yeah, it, it's because I don't want to say I'm going to get off. I'm going to go on a tangent because I'm thinking <laughs> about this all day today. But they, man, their their division is so stacked. You know, um, when I'm when I'm saying that, looking at declining 
Phil- uh, a declining Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh team and a rising Cincinnati Bengals team, and I'm not exactly sure if they're eye to eye right now. Then you then you still yeah, again you have you know Cleveland who has obviously made made the jump, but the question still remains: Can they is, get out of their own way? Thank you. <laughs> is this is going to be this one year thing, and yeah. then they regress? You know, so, yeah. but I'm excited, and I mean after I don't know if week one is going to be gonna be asked for any of these questions because they gotta face the defending two time AFC champions yeah. now. And and that's what I think that the media needs to stop with these week one matchups. Like, oh, if they get off on the wrong foot, like Tampa Bay lost in week one and they ended up with the Super Bowl. Like, let's calm down. Stuff need and this is exactly what I was saying about the extension of the preseason. Mm-hmm. Week one, it teams are still trying to figure out what they've got. There's a lot of new talent. There's a lot of turnover year after year. Uh, clearly, Tampa Bay figured out a way to keep their talent, but that's that's literally the outlier of all outliers. Right. <laughs> like they're going to be the only team in like in NFL history that's brought back so many guys that they really just they already they're, they're building off of what they had last year. They don't have to reformulate chemistry. They don't have to try to figure out how this is guy guy's going to fit into this scheme and and, and and how many touches he needs to get per game and, and for us to kind of have that healthy balance. Or they don't need to do any of that. They just need to continue what they did from last year. That's it. Um, <laughs> but, got Gandalf on the staff, man. Yeah, you know, true. That's how you bring them all back. <laughs> <laughs> and, but with Cleveland, this is a team that, like in like you said, getting out of their own way, they need to figure out, again, how to mature and, and to get everything to gel from week one to week 18. Right. And I think they, you know, definitely they address their and have been continually addressing their defensive needs. And, I mean, have no complaints about where they're going defensively. Yeah. Offensively, I, I, I do have a concern. And it's... <laughs> You you don't, and you have a nice take, and I'm not against that. But I'll this ob this OBJ thing. I'm just I know. <laughs> I don't. The question for this year for me is going to be: Is he gonna? Does he really fit with this team? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying he does or don't, but he does raise some question marks and some and some and some concerns for me. Yeah. Just in the aspect of chemistry, I don't know if he fits with this team. In the, and I will I respect that take a little bit more than OBJ is the reason why they can't have success. People yeah, saying that I think fair. is that's a bunch of BS to me. Like right. cuz OBJ the only time we saw him not work out in, on any team was when Freddie Kitchens was the head coach. That was just a disaster of a team. Not like, right. like that the that's and and I think a lot of people have a, a sour taste from what is that 2019 2018. Um, where Freddie Kitchens came in and completely ruined that 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 young nucleus that they had, mm-hmm. and now with Kevin Stefanski, the team looks much better. Granted, they did play better when OBJ was out. I'll give everybody that. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yes, the team got better, or I don't. I wouldn't say got better. I think that they just. I to me, what I saw was. Baker Mayfield stopped trying to force the ball mm-hmm. to OBJ to try to get him his touches to, for some reason, the the whole uh, ideology about OBJ was that he, he gets pissed off when he doesn't get enough touches. He wasn't getting a lot of touches in, in New York. And yes, he was young and 24 and 25 and had an outburst. After that, still wasn't getting as much touches as he should have. And still, the team sucked and we didn't hear anything of him. Right. For once he got the new contract. So, and then he got <laughs> traded. So, right. from what we've seen, I think there's too small of a sample size of what we've seen of him healthy 
to say that he doesn't work in Cleveland. I agree with that. That's 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 fair. And but that's also but, the exciting component to man, what type of team are they about to roll out this year? Exactly. You know? And <sighs> if Ode- I, I want to say the Chiefs ain't got nothing to worry about, but Chiefs got they need to be concerned. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't don't just think they just gonna lay down and take an L because they're not. No, you know? that's and, a good team, and I think that the Cleveland's gonna be figuring out some things. Kansas City possibly, I mean, especially with having to figure out what, what they're going to be doing, I guess, without Sammy Watkins and figuring out what what's happening up front uh, is, is really stop, the biggest. Stop it, no, stop just it. what's <laughs> happening up front because th- that is going to be the big thing is where their offensive line, when does their offensive line gel? When does it click for their offensive line? All those new guys coming in there to, to get really that. get everything coming together. I Outside of that, I have no worries right. about Kansas City. Okay, and fair. I was gonna say on to 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 um add to what you just stated about the offensive yeah. line. The condition and the state of their offensive line, whether they chemistry, no chemistry yeah. showing up today, is a thousand times better than who showed up at that. Hundred percent. So yes. the, the just talent alone, <laughs> they've gotten better there. I just but to me, that whole unit needs to be able to communicate. They need to be able to right. gel together. They need to be able to trust one another for that offensive line to be as talented as we want them to be. So that, that like, like I said, that's my only concern is when does that click for that offensive line unit for Kansas City? If that's within the first month of the season, Kansas City, I've already has them as my number one team in the NFL right now. Right. I, I don't think that would be without any question where that'll be, where that'll take them. Now, my, I guess my only other concern is their DB situation, but I think that they have so much offensive firepower that that doesn't even matter on that side of the right. ball. <laughs> and it being May, we still have a little time for before they address that, as well. that fully. Because, so, yep. you know, once these mini camps start, some of that fat is going to start getting trimmed off mm-hmm. and they're going to start fine-tuning who's going to be what. And exactly. There's still some notable free agents that's still out there. Yep, I agree with that. Um, I know you have a, another one from week one uh, that we need to – a highlight here. Oh man. This is this is for you, you know, all you, everyone that was real excited about the draft, you know. <laughs> you got the Jets versus the Panthers, you know. Yes. Sam Darnold faces off against his old team and the nemesis of the new up and coming um Zach Wilson and <laughs> era. Era and he he, he <laughs> so the old versus the new. Yeah. However, the only thing that takes away from it is that the fact that it's going to be played in Carolina. So yeah, you won't York. have to go up against those fans, uh, which I guess, yeah. That's I think one. if the NFL was really, I guess they really wanted to try to throw me off personally and try to say, no, see, there's there, we just randomly randomized yeah. them. So, <laughs> no, because, you know, you ain't fooling nobody because you're no doggone well. And them playing in New York would have been uh, 10 times better than what it is to be in Carolina. True. But, but nevertheless, we get to see, the, you know, the old. Getting rid of the old, going with the new, and yeah. and they and they putting Zach Wilson on, you know, on the road week one. So I mean, trial by you know trial by fire. And I think that's good for him because I think with the New York market, if not that he might flop week one, but there's still a lot of stuff a rookie quarterback's gonna need to figure out. You know, true. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna let you have your take, and then I'm gonna give you my reality. <laughs> well, and so, but I think the thing that was smart by the NFL to send him on the road week one to just let him figure get just get your feet wet week one again you are going up against a kind of a volatile matchup with, with Carolina 
So NFL kind of did him dirty on that one, but but still, it's on the road, so he can he can figure stuff out, kind of get his feet wet, and then come back home the following week and and and, and jump in that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is all I'm about to share. <laughs> New York Jets, <laughs> do not, and I mean, do not find a way to lose this game, because I swear the New York media is going to tear this team up when they Sam Darnold who the guy y'all screwed over for three seasons 100%. and y'all trade him away and then he beats you your yeah. new God sent you yeah. know Mr. Zach Wilson on the road and then y'all gonna come back home with an L 0-1 and then you lost to the guy that you supposed to have been replacing yeah how does that work out for the New York media and for Zach Wilson and the New York Jets Franchise, it's it sounds like it's a bad PR thing all you know, the way around. They have no matter what happens, you have to win the game. There's no way you I can agree spin with this you. In a loss. No, I agree with you that it, because it is in the New York market, they are going to rip them. But I think that is the issue. The New York market. This is a 22 year old kid getting trot out there against a 23 year old kid getting trot out there. Like these are guys that still need to figure out what the game of football is. I understand. And so, like, the I New York market. New York don't understand. But and that's the issue. It's like you guys are reacting to a fan base that doesn't understand that these guys are their kids. They still have not figured everything out yet. All I'm saying. <laughs> but, I, but I agree with you. They're going to rip them apart horrible. if they lose this game, which I do actually think that they will because Carolina's got a sneaky, nice team. They actually do. And, that, and that's what all I'm getting is just setting it up for Zach Wilson. I, I'm, I hope you enjoy your time because it, I mean, you talk about trial by fire. Yeah. Man, dude, they. Plus, the other thing about this is that for Sam Darnold specifically, this is showing him a completely different organization and how the Jets situation was one, like, that is a one off situation in the NFL. That That's just a bad organization because instead of going out there and what we thought they were going to do mm-hmm. and what we were afraid that they were going to do is they traded for Sam Darnold, traded away Teddy Bridgewater to get draft assets and then come and get his competition, which what the Jets probably would have done if they had the chance to. Right. No, they go ahead and say, you know, forget that we've traded for this guy. We're going all in on this guy for the next two years. Let's build a team around him to see what we got with him. Right. And those are two completely different ideologies between the Jets and the Panthers. And I think that this is what possibly will give um, Sam Darnold finally the organization that he needs to succeed and be a, a just an if he's just an average quarterback in the NFL. Carolina is going to be in, in a it's going to be in lockstep, I think, with. They're going to be a step behind Tampa Bay, but they will be the number two team in that division and competing for a playoff spot in the NFC, I think. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, talk about the Jets? No, no, no. Carolina. Oh, Carolina. Competing. Uh, we should see. I think they'll be in that that playoff bubble with the wild card spots. I don't know if they'll get it, but I think they will be one of those teams at the end of things. Uh, just kind of from maybe from the outside looking in. Um, Carolina. Not on my power rankings. <laughs> no, no. I was, I was just where I had them. But, but this, we gotta see. We to gotta change. see how they 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 start the season off, right? Uh, and and just how the everything kind of gels together. That that's that is a future forecast with 
that's disregarding injuries. That's disregarding all of the stuff that comes with the NFL season that could possibly be a road bump for them getting there. Um, yeah, you got a nineteen, just shy of the playoffs. But I got yeah, they're, they're in that bubble. I think I think they're going to be a team where you. they definitely can move up into that that mm-hmm. that that playoff atmosphere. Um, now yeah, let's talk week two. I think this is one of the biggest. I I hate that it's so early in the year. Kansas City, Baltimore. Oh, the AFC Championship we were supposed to get. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. I I don't agree with that, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, Buffalo thought differently, but uh, that's fine. Uh, Buffalo had a great season, uh, and Buffalo's a great team. But at Baltimore, this is the what I believe is the third matchup between Lamar Jackson and. Um, Patrick Mahomes. We're looking at what's quite arguably the future of the NFL. Basically, this is going to be the 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 Brady uh, Manning uh, matchup for the the next ten fifteen years, hopefully. So Lamar Jackson's never beat Pat Mahomes. Whether it's in the regular season or the playoffs, it's his kryptonite. <laughs> He's beaten just about every other team. Uh, so I just think that this is one of the most fascinating matchups. Again, I hate that it's so early in the year, but wow, I can't wait for this game. So, well, their history is you know Kansas City leads the series seven, seven, man, seven and four. 11 matchups okay. in, um, <clears throat> in league history. Yeah. Okay. Because Baltimore, you know, kind of a. Oh, they're up and down. No, they're, uh, maybe they became an unofficial expansion team at one point. True. Yes. So it was based on that. That's what I mean. Of course, they've had more games. They're just the old Cleveland Browns. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, they have played in the last three years, and they're just, they're all, all L's. Oh, so they're 0 3. This is matchup number four. Correct. Gotcha. So on December ninth, twenty eighteen, um, <clears throat> they lost twenty seven to twenty four in overtime. Okay, was that well? That my question would be: Was that Joe Flacco or was that Lamar Jackson starting that game? Question. Um, I would say Jackson, but I can't remember. It was Oh no, Lamar Jackson. Okay. And his backup was Robert Griffin. Ooh. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, just this game in general, uh it's just these are two of the biggest the biggest powerhouses in the in the AFC over the last three years. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson MVP, Pat Mahomes MVP, and Super Bowl MVP. Uh, two time AFC champion. There's yeah, two time AFC champion. Should be three time. Should have beat the, the Patriots that year, but <laughs> a pre snap penalty away from right. uh, getting getting back to getting to the Super Bowl uh, a year earlier. Um, I just. This game is going to be insane. This is in. This is also keep in mind the NFL is planning on having a hundred percent capacity 
So this is going to be a bumping stadium. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I don't like the fact that it's in Baltimore. Um, but, hey, somebody got to go there and beat them in a Sunday night. Might as well be the Chiefs. So. <laughs> well, we shall see. But, I mean, my goodness, man. The Chiefs coming out the gate. The Browns. Yeah, they, they, and then I they have to go to Baltimore. I'm they got like, a nasty schedule. What is this? You know, the Browns and then, you know, the Browns, the remix. Yeah. You know, with the Ravens. <laughs> come on. You know, like, are you serious? Can you imagine this? Like, the Chiefs come out of this 0-2? With the how, I can't. How, I, I don't no, see those. Yeah, they got to win one of this these. This would turn ESPN on his on his ear. They oh, they would they, they, they insanity. Would, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they just pulling their hair out. Just pulling their hair out. You know, it's crazy. Ah, but yeah, Chiefs, um, Ravens. Um, that that's that's an exciting matchup. There, yeah. There's not much to say about it. It's just we we know what these two teams are. They're fantastic. They're they're they are the class of the AFC as it stands right now. Uh, they're they're. Always going to be with what in that top four, mm-hmm. uh, for the foreseeable future. And again, this is the the, the new uh Brady Payton ma- matchup. So I again can't wait to watch this one. Uh, I wish it was later in the season once everybody's got their feet wet a little bit, and there's a little bit uh less figuring it out. Uh, but right, it, great defenses on both sides, great offenses for sure, great offensive lines now. Yep. <laughs> and this is just gonna be an all out brawl. I think this I think this is gonna be one of the biggest slugfests of the year. Like they're they're they, these two teams are both trying to, to make a statement this year. Yeah, and Baltimore bolstering up that um that wide receiving core, yep. which is makes makes for an interesting um um story as to what type of offense that they're gonna look are they gonna be a run first team, are they gonna be a pass, are they gonna be a balanced attack? And this is what's gonna be interesting because Especially if Kansas City kind of holds pat with what they have right now, mm-hmm. uh, I would expect them to try to attack the defensive backs because you got I mean, Kansas City's got a great front seven. Right. It's going to be hard to run that ball, and I know you're running it with Lamar Jackson. He's impossible to tackle, but if we have been seeing the progression of Lamar Jackson's passing game, mm-hmm. Rashad Bateman, Hollywood Brown, Sammy Watkins. Uh, and, and Miles uh, Boykin, Mark Andrews is still the tight end over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got weapons now. Don't forget about Boykin now. Boykin, I guess. Oh, number three. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Not <laughs> feeling him, huh? I'm, I'm gonna get you to. But no, it's just to me. I, I think that <laughs> I, I it's still I we we're we're banking on Rashad Bateman being a number one right. wide receiver. Um, and he's a rookie. That's hard to do. So I think that Baltimore does still they still need to make a move to try to get a number one guy in my opinion, hmm. a bona fide. This is our guy. We no questions asked. This dude is our go to guy. Right. Um. And then you have Mark Andrews as your as your safety valve, and you have your rookie Rashad Bateman. If you can if you can formulate it that way. Right. Um. That would make this team more scarier to me and almost a lock to win the AFC North in my opinion, uh, if they can figure that out. This the reason that I do have it as a toss up between Cleveland and Baltimore right now in the AFC mm-hmm. North is specifically because Baltimore's receiving core is a rookie, is led by a rookie, and then it's got a guy who's been pretty much of a disappointment in Hollywood Brown as it stands right now, and Sammy Watkins who's pretty much washed, rejected yeah. Sammy Watkins. So <clears throat> that's where I'm standing right now. Uh, but if they if Rashad Bateman is what they're hoping he is, then they should be attacking them down the seams 
with those corners because those those corners can't stop anything. Hmm. Like <laughs> the corners are not anything special in Kansas City. So those those are the guys that you want to go attack on that defense. It's not you don't want to be fighting in the trenches against Kansas City. Right. So th- that's where it stands for me. All right. Well, let's talk week three then. Um, I think really the biggest matchup, this is one of those kind of quieter weeks. They they, yeah. they came out with the bang week one and two. So yeah, they're going to slow it down a little bit in, yeah, in September. A <laughs> chance to settle in now and like, okay, let me just see some standard football here instead of all of these um extended, you know, playoff AFC, games. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Pre, you know, playoff previews that we're gonna get in, you know, at the very beginning of the year, which is well, this I, is I don't know NFL. Y'all need to really rethink this. This know. is a divisional showdown, though, so it still should be very interesting. Do you know if they flip flop week seventeen and week one, that the the ratings wouldn't change one bit at all? It's week one. <laughs> you can give me the worst matchup. I will. We will watch it, break it down, reanalyze it. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Completely, we'll, we'll tear we'll tear it inside out. It doesn't matter what it is, especially like the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, that has to be by far one of, if not one of the worst played NFL games of all all season, or definitely of the preseason. But the fact that it's the very first game, that in itself is enough. We'll sit there and watch a thousand, you know, strangers running up and down the field. <laughs> we don't know none of these people, you know. Have no idea if even maybe half of the people who watch it will even be on the roster by yeah. the, by the, by um the end of the by the end of the month, and yet we 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 it's it's must see TV. I mean, this is this is what I think the NFL is kind of absolutely crushed out of the park is that the season is so fast. I know it's four months, mm-hmm. but it goes by in a blink. It is it we 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 hit September and we're like okay. Long season ahead of us. It's going to be a grueling uh, next few few weeks, and and it, it's we got a long road ahead okay. of us. And then, and by it feels like tomorrow, it's oh we're we're at the playoffs. Like I'm like, dude, how does that go by so fast? Blink is already uh, exactly. We're already talking about the Week Thanksgiving six. games. I'm like what Thanksgiving already? <laughs> it's insane how fast the NFL season goes by, and then. We have a, and it's one of the most exciting playoffs, in my opinion, because it's winner go home, mm-hmm. and you have one chance. It's it, and it, this is what the NFL is all about. It's any given Sunday, anybody can get got on any week. Like yeah, you can have true. a bad day and you're out, and so like that is what makes be- the the game of football and the NFL so beautiful. Is that it's just it's week after week. It is must win football, even with an extra game this year. It is not like these teams are going to be taking those games off. Those are those are must win games. You need right. to 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 do whatever you can, even with an extra playoff spot with the week with the with the seventh game with the seventh team. Mm-hmm. You still are looking at just absolutely a dogfight at the at, in those. It's always going to be about five or six teams fighting for three wild card spots. Yep. So I I just think that the NFL kills it with that, um, and. <laughs> And and that's the reason why we will watch a, a crappy Hall of Fame game every single year and watch it from from the coin toss all the way through to the, to the end of the game. We do not care. And then we'll watch the recap right after. It'll go switch right over yeah. to ESPN. Like we do give, not give, care. Give me the Canton speeches all over again. <laughs> you know, give me the boring. You know, the 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 the, the whoever the 
the um the guard was yeah. from the obscure team that we never watched, <laughs> you know, and never heard of this guy. But you know, hey, he had a very interesting speech. Man, we did we eat all that stuff up by August. Oh man, we are starving. Starving. <laughs> I'm tired of watching mini camp and 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 Justin Fields and his in his orange get up with his shorts on. I'm tired. Give me him in his pads. Let me right. see him play football Put against another team. I do not care. On. Put your real one on. Let's go. <laughs> I, I'm, and I'm tired of all the the promo shots on Instagram. Like I don't care. Give me football. I want to see you on the Where field. Where are all today. those coming from? Oh my goodness! I, I think it's a hell of all. Okay, I'm just like, man, I'm seeing all these little, man, like, where y'all finding all this stuff at? Like, this stuff is like, like, like a virtual base, you know, basket or football card or something. Yeah. You know, just no, like, those are fantastic. Tons of them. <laughs> they're nice. They're nice. But yeah. I, was just, I was curious. Where, I think they take from? all those at House Hall. Okay. Chicago's got a really nice Instagram team. I, I will admit that. Uh, hmm. Let's get back to the point. Right. Week three, division showdown. We've got Indianapolis versus Tennessee. I think that's the most interesting matchup. Like I said, it's a little bit of a slower week, but I think this one's huge because this is showing, like, well, these are the two powerhouses from last year in this right. division. I'm ready to see Indy's new look against against a really tough team in Tennessee. Uh, it's, I think it's going to give us a preview um, of it's good, uh, 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 better yet, this game is going to set the temperature for the division. Yeah. You know, for going for the for the duration of the season. So this one is going to kind of give us some early indication of where we can possibly see where this is going. You know, win or lose for either side. But because when it come down to it, these are basically when your two teams fighting for that division. I, I just don't see. <laughs> Sorry. Houston, out. Jacksonville, you're exciting, but out. You know, just you're not in the race. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on. You know, so it's yeah. Can can is is Tennessee's to lose? I'm gonna leave it at that. You know, I, I'll just say that because I can see it. I, they started regressing a little yeah. bit at the end of last year, and then they just finally ran out of gas in the pre in the regular season. Now, they had an okay draft, <laughs> you know, and I, I you know, and I did say that this is one of these teams you would hate to match see in the playoffs, but. They will. They have to get back to the playoffs first and foremost. But yeah. but but as you were saying in this matchup, it's going to be a tone setter, you yeah. know. And I mean, what what I would think is going to be a regressing tight Titans team to a degree, not too much, but I think they're going to regress a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 for Indianapolis. It's theirs for the taking. You yeah. know, I mean, Carson Wentz. Look again. Just needs you to be a decent game manager. We're not asking you for, for the heroics of trying to save the franchise like they were trying to get you to do in, in Philadelphia. And unfortunately, yep. injuries got in the way of all of that. And then the Nick Foles element <laughs> came in. And dude, okay, I've that's explained, all I've explained us. the situation. Like, that's time all and time behind again. us now. <laughs> you know, now fresh slate. Gate. Matter of fact, you got an upgrade. Yeah, a huge upgrade. Know. I will say, Indianapolis, they are one team that I'm looking at throughout this kind of undrafted free agent period and in the other free the the veteran free agent uh, market as it stands right now or trades mm-hmm. i still i'm i'm i want them to get another wide receiver did you hear what they're talking about what's did that you hear some of the chatter um possibility of that uh, of a julio jones landing over there yeah, do it that <laughs> needed to be done yesterday like <laughs> I, I don't know how serious but that's it's speculation that yeah there's a possibility that that would be the mo- it, it, that would be it, that huge. would be the, the 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 ideal target 
Are you serious? Wouldn't it be ideal for oh, I think you know, all the other thirty-one teams would say it's ideal for Julio Jones to play for us. You know, yeah. like are you serious? You know, it, it, but this is what's being stated. It it came out in a couple of reports, but if no that's, traction. If, if that's up. what Chris Ballard's doing, which I have all the faith in the world in Chris Ballard, I think he's one of the greatest GMs in 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 the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. He's been absolutely crushing it. I do think. <laughs> Yes, they had Quiddy Pay just freaking sitting there. I still think they should have went with Rashad Bateman. <laughs> just because, I mean, come on. You guys 100% need that. But, again, Quiddy Pay, I think, will be uh, eventually a generational talent. So, hey, you guys it's still look the, back at that. And that's, why, and, and that's why I'm saying that's why that's why Chris Ballard is, is, is Chris Ballard. <laughs> so, like, I'm, I'm not going to judge this until, what, three years down the road <clears throat> once Quiddy Pay is a three-time Pro Bowler and – He's absolutely crushing the league. So, I'm not trying to kill Chris Ballard for that move specifically. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that they do need to address that position specifically because Michael Pittman, Ty, uh, T.Y. Hilton, who's been injured quite a bit as of late, uh, what, Zach Pascal, mm-hmm. and who's the tight end? Moali Cox. We keep forgetting about Jack Doyle. That's the guy. Was Jack tired. Doyle as well. Jack Doyle technically was the starter, and then he's aging. I think Cox now. is going to be the starter this year. Yeah, it's just I, I think that they they've got they, those are talented guys, and if you can add somebody else to that, a, a bona fide number one, then that that's a super deep receiving core. But as it stands right now, without that number one guy, it's just an average receiving core, in my opinion. So, uh. But you also do have to keep in mind that they do have that that stable of running backs that's just insane. So, like they, Indy Indy's in a really good place to be able to take over the division. But if they really want to get everything that they can out of Carson Wentz specifically, mm. I think that's where you need to get another wide receiver. You talking about that, JJ Nelson? And on to week four, Tampa Bay, <laughs> New England. <laughs> Tom Brady, Tom Brady's revenge uh, against the, the the New England Patriots. I mean, come on. This is insane. They're, okay, you're, now, you're this putting this Brady. game in September. All right, and this is Brady <laughs> going against the Patriots. But when we start really breaking down X and O's, is he going – who is he facing? I mean, is He's facing it, Bill Belichick. I understand. <laughs> Bill Belichick's not on the field. This is coach versus coach. What do you mean? <laughs> right, All right. I mean, is he facing a Cam Newton-led team? Is he, he going to roll out Mac Jones? And I get what you're saying there. But I, uh, even with that, I'm just like – this game is, and I think everybody in the country agrees with me on this because of the way that their ticket prices are going. I don't know if you've seen. Mm-mm. Average ticket price for this game is $1,300. Ah, man. <laughs> like, that's insane. <laughs> I understand because... It, it's, Who's going to miss Tom Brady coming back to New England? It is, again, this is in New England. This is Foxborough, Massachusetts. This is in Gillette Stadium. But he ain't coming by himself. It, I don't bring care. Gronk with him, you know. Yeah, it, just, Gronk it's too. Interesting. It just it 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 makes. And I'll be damned if Julian Edelman isn't in the stands. That's <laughs> funny you said that. I said I'd be damned if he ain't on the damn roustabout. Uh, no, before. he went on Pat McAfee's show earlier this week and, and said, "Hey," because they asked him specifically that question: "Are you going to Tampa?" See, I, that's a, <laughs> it's a valid question. Yeah, too. it is. And he he laughed about it. He was like, "I knew you guys were going to ask me this." No, I am done. I my career is over. He's happy, so he's he's done. Well, we got this to hang our hats on that, you know, in the NFL. <laughs> but he will be in those tents. I, I Julian Edelman, there will be at least six Julian Edelman shots 
<laughs> on on that game when that comes up in week four. I, is he in the stands, I'm booking it right now. He in a box he's on the sideline. You know, he's you on the sideline going back and forth between Tampa's and, and New England's just hanging out with his boys. Like. Tampering. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But but yeah. It, it's Brady versus, you know, Belichick. Yeah. This, you know you know, the, I can't say the prodigal son comes home, you know, he just I mean, man, the prodigal son comes home with a team. Yeah. With, with, with a, man, with a whole entourage. <laughs> wrath. And, and, and another ring that yeah. they don't, that, you know. It, it writes itself, you know. This is, um, is going to be so I, good. I mean, just even trying to make the court, quarterback comparison was a really weak. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean. It, it's just so secondary. I think that it would be huge if it's Mac Jones, though. I think that will even bring more eyes to this. Because you, you're basically looking at the future versus the past. Exactly. Wow. Well, Man, I, I don't, I, I don't know, uh, Cam. It just, you know. Thank you for your services. <laughs> exactly. I just, <laughs> I, and it's not, it's not that Cam. Again, I don't know if he doesn't have it anymore. Getting a team was horrible last year. That's true. They had nothing around, and that's which is making it hard. Like, yeah, I'm getting up for this game. I'm like, man, I would really like to know what type of Patriot team they're gonna roll. Which is why I'm probably gonna be watching New England in the first three weeks to just see what the hell that team is. Right, on both sides of the ball, for yeah. that matter. Even though they got all these guys coming back from COVID, and that's fine. Yeah. But, again. Those guys still got to get their legs under them. That's what I was getting at. You sat out for a year. You, you're not – you can say, yeah, you, you're healthy and you're fresh, but you're not at game speed at by no stretch of the imagination. And, but this, I think this is what's going to be huge about this year is that we finally have training camp back. We finally have mini camp back. There's going to be a lot of – I think – Hopefully, if guys can not overdo it and stay healthy through minicamp, mm-hmm. we're going to see a lot of good football next year where we, we're getting guys that are going to take huge jumps just because they're able to have practices in the offseason. Right. So, and I think this is going to be one of the biggest games of the year. Again, I think that all of America agrees with that just based off of how much they're paying for these tickets this year. Right. I, I think that game's already sold out by now. Like, at that, I, I would find it hard pressed that there's still tickets available. But when, when, like literally, once the schedule dropped and they they also opened up the ticket uh master whatever, mm-hmm. they like the, there was a tweet that went out that was like the average ticket price for this game is over thirteen hundred dollars, and I think like the the highest price ticket was over eight thousand dollars, and like the lowest price ticket was like five hundred. Crazy. It's. This is a can't miss game, <laughs> and that's just to get inside. Yeah, and then you just the amount of money both of these teams are gonna make just off the TV, uh, TV rights uh, on this thing. This is gonna be insane. Man, this, I could just set a hot dog stand up somewhere, around, just in the vicinity. Please tell me this, this is a primetime game, isn't it? Um, yes, it's okay. a Sunday night game. Oh, I was going to say, NFL, why is this a noon game? <laughs> like This is one of those things. Where, no, no, no. The Cleveland-Kansas City game is a noon game. And I'm like, what the heck? This is this should but, be. But it's week one. They need so to replace week, that. Week one is a little exception That's to the rule. That's also true. You're right. Yeah. I'm just saying, just, yeah. just week one is the exception. But you make a strong point. It, yeah, they, they, they put it where they needed to put it outside of a Monday night game. But Sunday no, night I wouldn't want to put it Monday night because of, everyone can see it. Yeah, because of the anticipation of a of a Monday night game would just I think that that sometimes causes bad football to be played because everybody you're still you had to wait an extra twenty four hours to play. Yeah, it's not as much on Sunday, and you get just fantastic football. Two good teams playing at their regular time, just come back out. 
Now, New England, we'll see if they're a good team, but they, they put that exactly where they needed to if that's Sunday night. Right. Also, week four, uh, oh, kind of a, a a lighter matchup, but something that's definitely interesting to talk about. Jacksonville versus Cincinnati. Ah. Week four. That's another fantastic game. Two teams that we both said are they're bad teams on the rise. Yes. Um, <laughs> Cincinnati, you made the wrong move in the draft, but you still have a chance at winning this game. You're You're at home. You don't have to travel all the way down to to, to Jacksonville to go play th- this game. Well, let's just—I mean, <clears throat> let's just call this game for what it is. Because and and it's, and let's keep in mind this is a Thursday night game. So oh yes. So we're gonna get a whole lot of offense. Probably it's a lot of sloppy defense, <laughs> but we got Joe Burrow versus you know Trev- Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. I no, nope, you know second year guy versus first year. Well. Half year guy versus first year guy, you know. <laughs> I, I I find it to be still just as um just I find it to be very exciting. But and I think it's an exciting matchup, especially is it on a Thursday night game. I don't know when the last time. I mean, I think I think that's where the Jaguars thrive. They thrive on Thursday night games. You know, that's kind of their their niche. Cause, yeah, because I mean, most people aren't watching Thursday night games. <laughs> No, most people are not watching Jacksonville. That, true, that's true. But the fact that I'm saying, like, we were out here early, based on in September, we're gonna catch this all of a sudden this Jacksonville versus Cincinnati thing. Yeah, and, but it's all what's going on on the offensive side of the ball. Um, for sure, and and I don't think that there's there's nothing wrong with that, especially for a Thursday night game. Those need to be exciting. That's what I, I, I need to see at. points, man. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Nobody wants to see ten three. Yeah, on Thursday. I'm tired I'm of like, seeing those. Oh on my Thursday. god! And then I gotta wait two and a half more days. before. Yeah. I'm like, how dare you, <laughs> you? Ruin my night and steal my night from me. Exactly. Because you know? like you know I'm gonna watch it. Right. Like, <laughs> and they know. And that's like, I think they got it right this time. Yeah. No, I do and like I'm, this. You know, Thursday, I'm, I am not a fan. Of the Thursday night no. games at all, I cannot stand them. I don't like the short week concept. NFL don't need short weeks. Yeah, I'm sorry. You need time to recover and heal to some degree. I, I just... feel like if you have a Thursday night game, your next week game should have to be a Monday night game. That or a bye, one or, or the that, other. Because yeah. then it, it's kind of like what the NBA is doing with the back to backs. Mm-hmm. Like they like they're trying they're. They're close to it, I think, but they they've really limited the amount of road back to backs that you can have on your schedule. Yeah. Um. So that's basically, I I think, get the the NFL killed it with this one on Thursday. Then because I I didn't even realize this was a Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. Um. The, this brings eyes to Thursday to, to Thursday night football. This is putting up your uh, I guess the. The second kind of the the tier two future of the AFC, mm-hmm. I guess, if you will, just two fantastic quarterbacks that are young and people need to see. Joe Burrow was insane last year when he was on the field before he got his knee absolutely exploded on the field. And Trevor Lawrence, who I think is going to be one of, he's going to be in that top ten of the AFC uh, quarterback conversation year after year. I think okay. um, it might take a couple of years to get that kind of settled in. But I, I think he's always going to be he, he's going to be one of those guys that's going to almost he Jacksonville might be on the bubble of the playoffs once they get their their bearings under them year after year just because of Trevor Lawrence alone. And he's definitely going to be their spokesman and their face. Yeah, and you know, uh, 
you know, he's going to have the whole hair and all, you know, sexy Thor thing going on and all that good stuff. So, I, I you know, I, I see a turn going on in, in Jacksonville. And then, they hit, and man, and, and considering they killed it in the draft, you know. Oh, yeah. I, so, it's – this would be one of those, yeah, I'm probably not going to watch this. Like, if it had this been like last year because I'm – Yeah. Oh, my God. I was so – not feeling Jacksonville and Cincinnati was sort of interesting because it wasn't Cincinnati that was it was insane I would have watched it to see Joe Burrow but if he was injured at the time miss me with this game from that point I was pretty much done anyway I mean I was yeah I I, once he went down I I just kind (laughs) of turned I I just did a 180 on Cincinnati I'm like there's nothing else left Mm -hmm. yeah let's move on to week five uh, Buffalo, Kansas City, AFC Championship rematch here. Yes. I don't think there's anything more we have to say. I think Buffalo got better. I think Kansas City got better. Let's run it back. Let's see it again. Exactly. <laughs> this is the AFC Championship matchup. Same place, same, same yeah. teams. <laughs> just a different month. <laughs> here we go. Uh, we got our offensive line. We got our receivers and got our people. Yep. You know, it's We got pass rushers now. I mean, damn, like the Chiefs got like murderers row in the first five weeks. They do not have an easy schedule. Browns, Ravens, <laughs> Bills. You say the Bears got a harder schedule? I, I don't think so. That's what I kept saying. Mm-hmm. No, I kept saying, look at the first half. The Chiefs' yeah. first eight weeks are just freaking ridiculous. Chicago's last eight weeks are ridiculous. Well, well <laughs> that, along with the other eight weeks, there's still <laughs> some other stuff. That's why I was... I, because they both got the Chiefs' schedules get a lot better in the second half of this yeah. season, where the Bears got screwed. Moving on, <laughs> I don't. We're not talking about the Bears. I just want. I'm talking about messed up schedules. Yeah, the strength of schedule. But the Chiefs, my goodness, the Browns, the Ravens, and the Bills in the first five weeks. It's not easy. <sighs> I swear, day five and oh at this point, and this you can't tell me nothing the rest of the year. No one can say oh. nothing to me. Oh, absolutely not. If they, if they, if they go, don't even bring no time Brady to me. I don't want to hear yeah. nothing. I say, that, if they go five and zero oh with the schedule that they have in in the first five weeks, Kansas City hands down is the best team in the league by no, like that's no question. Mm. You you've beat all of the AFC powerhouses, right? Outside of Indy, who is. A question uh, as a powerhouse at this point because we have to figure out what Carson Wentz is on this team. So, like, okay, yeah, they didn't play Tennessee again. We both agree that they're regressing, right? But Buffalo, Cleveland, Baltimore, you just knocked them all off. Like, those you just basically said, oh, "You guys tried last year. Move along." Like, <laughs> right? I mean, and if we, man, if they can get through them three, like, what, like. Taking the all fairness, like you said, an Indianapolis team, yeah, Miami, possibly a Chargers. That's all that's really left. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, you've already. Some people were sitting there and trying to argue. What about Pittsburgh? Well, what about them? You know, I'm just Again, gonna throw that out there right now. If anybody is about a them? Pittsburgh fan right now, you need to come to the realization that your team is absolute it's trash. Over. You have a very good defense with an offense that literally cannot move the ball. They don't have an offensive line. They've got a, 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 a an absolutely horrid arm on a quarterback who's decent, but he can't throw down the field. You Respect have, offensive line. 
not suspect. I, I think trash. <laughs> Their offensive line sucks. Now. I was trying to get some <laughs> quality here, but okay. And then I your mean... receiving core is just it's a number two in Juju, and then some average dude. That is a strong statement there. <laughs> I no, we I I think everybody I thought, agrees th- Juju is th- not a number one. I, I understand. I just thought the other two technically are better than him. I told you I am Ooh. down on Juju. I am. Ooh. He's done with me. <laughs> I would take a Claypool and a Deontay Johnson any day over this guy I on, guess... on that team. Now, he had an opportunity to leave, and he didn't. I'm done because this dude told me, like I told you, you don't want to win. And what we're talking about, they're not they're, – Well, I don't, I don't no think he cares about winning this year. I, again, I think this is about getting more money next year because it's only one-year deal. I understand all that. But, it, again, my issue was never about money. My The money part was just to confirm what I'd already said. This dude does not care and does not want to win. That that's what it all come down to. Yeah, uh, I, I can't look, say no to that. You like <laughs> you like Pittsburgh. You like the, the state of Pennsylvania. That's fine. I I have no problem. More power to you. You know, great, wonderful. Enjoy yourself, cause oh man, you in for a world of hurt this year. Yeah. Good luck though. Sorry, but back to Buffalo, Kansas City. I get a little bit Kansas of a derailment City. there. Not uh, really. I'm circling right on yeah. back. And, and this another like you said. Uh, Another powerhouse um, matchup, a Sunday night game, you know, so the the whole world is going to see this as they're going to try to roll out um, Josh Allen, you know, as, yeah. the, the, as the new uh, man. God, they, the way that they cover this guy now, you swear, it, it reminds me of the whole Brett Favre, Steve <laughs> Young type. You I know, get aura. what you're saying. It's just like, and my I, goodness. Y'all. I understand what breaks. you're saying, but I think you have to look at Buffalo as a team. This team is the, the roster itself on I, paper, I it's, try. It's good, and then I watch TV. Stop watching TV. You and are, then, and then they you get, are you now in, the you media. Get in, you get into these, <laughs> you get into these, 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 these reporters and these analysts who just fall are so enamored by, oh my God, Josh Allen because yeah. he had three key marquee games, three. You know, I and get that's it. it. And I'm like, dude, Kansas got three in the that, first five weeks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Outside of that, what else is he? he okay. He ain't the, you know, he's the second coming. Or what? I think he's good. I don't think that he is the greatest of all time. I don't think he is the best quarterback in the AFC. No. I think he's good, and I think that's all that they need from him is to, for him to be good. Do what you did last year. Just 50-50 in, in, the, in these really tough matchups. You, you, just, you just have to be average in those and play great football when you're playing crap teams. Right. That's it. <laughs> like right. it's I'm sorry like you're th- I think a lot of these teams make it really more convoluted than they have to be like mm-hmm. this guy does not have to win every single down against the best defenses in the NFL all he has to do is be average in those moments and then when he's supposed to win mm-hmm. when he's supposed to kill these teams do that let right. him play let let Ru- like it's like the let Russ cook against the guys he's supposed to cook against right and then run the ball against the best pass defenses in the NFL. Stop trying to to make it what it's not. It's like, unfortunately, that that it will be the recipe. Unfortunately, they have not caught up to that recipe yet because, as you already know, where their 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 biggest um, liability yet on that offensive side is that run that run game. Yes, that's true. So we will see. Now, did they bolster up the offensive line enough where these guys? Stay healthy, and, and you know, <laughs> and maybe make enough of a crease where it improves their run game. 
that you know that's we'll what see. we're waiting to see. Yeah. But I mean, Matt Breida, <laughs> Tawan Jones. I, I know you're out on Zach Moss. <sighs> Zach Moss. And I know you you're you're tired of not as as am I. I Singletary. I, <laughs> I mean, okay, come on. All right, bro. The clock is running. Okay. This is your final year to show something. Or could we could we move and t- could we could we change could we flip the page and go to the next chapter if this if this guy does not show up this year? That's all I'm gonna say about Devin Singletary. Will. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't want to hear. Well, you know this happened, and yeah. if they sign him to the extension, then we you will see it in the next. No. <laughs> well, and, Sing- and, I, and I think the reason why that that. That's realistic to happen because he is a running back. Right. Let's be honest here. Running backs, if you're injured all the time, you're not seeing a second contract. That's true. So, I mean, he's got to put up or shut up this year. This is his contract year, basically. So, mm-hmm. if he doesn't put up this year, he's going to get a middling contract next year mm-hmm. to to see on a, on a crap team if he still has anything worth throwing. Right. Otherwise, he's going to be out of the league in – Five years. Well, that, yeah, that that could very well be. Yeah, let's talk week six. Now it's about to get interesting. Green Bay versus Chicago. Let's discuss. It's in Chicago. What is the over under on amount of games that Chicago trots out Andy Dalton as a starter? I knew you'd go ask that. <laughs> I couldn't get my page up quick because <laughs> I got to pull up their schedule, and I I, I should have already had it ready to go. And I I was so caught up in what we were talking yeah, about about the Bills. <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm because yeah, the question is who is going who's starting in this game? Yeah, on either side of the ball, really, for that matter. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Don't even know who's going to be the starting quarterback. For well, this see, game. I mean, week one, I think we both assume it's going to be Andy Dalton against the Rams on Sunday night. Yes, I, I think <sighs> barring anything happening to something, yes. <laughs> oh and my then God, it's such a question. week two, we got the Bengals. This is a good time to roll out a Justin Fields. I know, <laughs> I like it, but keep in mind, next week though, we got the we got the Browns. So maybe it's time. We, let's hold off. Let, let's give them three weeks. To tell to hold on to things. I, I would have had a case for that. But go ahead. No, <laughs> but I do think week four might be the time. Okay, we got the Lions at home. Mm. Week four this gives them a tune-up for the Packers game. Yeah, it gives them a couple weeks to get it all figured out and start getting gelling with Allen Robinson, making sure David so, Montgomery so, knows so, exactly well, where he's going to be stepping. So, so we got Rams in week one. Rams in week one on the road. Cincinnati in week two. At home. At home. Okay, one and one. <laughs> yeah, two on and one. And then we got who? On the road against Cleveland again. One and two. Okay, devastating loss. We're embarrassed. <laughs> okay, we don't want to lo- lose track of this. We don't want to lose grip of the season. Oh, man, that's a really good spot. <laughs> I think Justin Fields in week four against Detroit, a team that has no linebackers. I'm sorry, who are they rushing with? I don't know. <laughs> like, he's not going to get killed. We have a decent enough offensive line to hold off whatever Detroit's got thrown at us. Mm-hmm. 
And then DB wise, they only got the 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 kid from last year. I, don't, I can't remember Jeff Okuda. Yes. Uh, th- like that's it. And he's probably going to be tracking Allen Robinson, who can still get open on him. He did it last year. Right. And then I don't know who the rest of their defensive backs are, but they're probably trash. So he's going to have wide open throwing lanes. We're going to have a hopefully a, a, a an offensive line that can to, that can run the get us to to run the ball a little bit, mm-hmm. so he can get his feet wet out there. And we're at home, and this is going to be at 100% capacity. All those Bears fans ready to see Justin Fields against Detroit? I think that's a home run spot to put him. Over third. Hmm. Over under three and a half. (sighs) And and then again, like I said, this gives them the tune-up. It gives them two weeks to figure, to get his feet wet uh, until we play Green Bay. Now, that's the first market. Now, that's, that's, okay, that's a possibility. Now, let's just say that they move past that. Yes. What would be the next one? I'm I would just saying, I know that is. God, that could work, but that is a very small window to work with. I know. Uh, I think that they would probably wait until after the Tampa Bay game. So it could be the 49ers, depending on the way that the 49ers seniors season is going. Or it could be the Steelers on the road so he doesn't have to get trotted out in front of but I, the only reason why I don't like that one is that's a Monday night game that's that's going to be in prime time. There's going to be a lot of eyes on that game. Let me let me let me backtrack you though. Now let's just say that they they okay they 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 hold serve yeah and they got the way we talking about the Packers in week six. Mm-hmm. Did I skip a week? I did. Uh, the Raiders are in week five. The Raiders were in week five. That was on the, the road. Which also being on the road, I think might not be a bad idea because if he does have a a, a slow start to his career, which is quite possible, but I'm not gonna hate it. I just want to see the kid play. Um, at the end of the day, w- he might not get those boo birds that we've been hearing on those Chicago broadcasts that we've <laughs> we've seen over the last two years, right? Where the 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 offense stalls for a drive, and then all of a sudden we're like Matt Nagy, what the hell are you doing? But huh, I don't know. I might, I might, I might, I just might like your Forty ers take. You know why? Why is that? It's on Halloween. Ooh. Yeah, and and then, but I think that's only you. We have to see how the Forty ers <laughs> season is going though, mm. because they do have a they have a. To me, a fantastic front seven. Having to have him go up against Nick Bosa coming off the right side. Yeah, because the week after that'd that, be tough. The week after that, they they, they go to Pittsburgh, and, and that's, that's on that's on prime time. It's a Monday night game. That's good. the that's the only. If that was like a noon game, hey, yeah. m- let's go ahead. Let's try them out against them. I don't care, but because then you also have you come right back against the Ravens the next week, right? Uh, but then after that. I mean, it's not too bad. We got the Lions at, uh, in, oh, in Detroit. We got, got the Cards. They got a, they got a week. T- oh, they got a week ten bye. Yeah, yeah, week ten bye. You mean week eleven? Okay. Yeah. yeah. We got the Ravens. Oh. <sighs> but I don't want them to wait that long until after the bye, because then our season's basically a wash at that point. <laughs> Unless they roll them out against the Lions, given. Well, yeah, but that's kind of late. That's late. <laughs> well, that's kind of late, but I don't know. 
I mean, at the same time, like we we're trying to preserve the future here. I, I know. I know. I know. We just man, we chomping at the bit to see this guy. Yeah, I mean, if Andy field. Dalton is rolling, hey, let's 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 hold off until Thanksgiving and and trot him out then. But, That's fine. But if he's not, we got the we Lions. Save this, I want to see the season. Like, right. I, we got the Lions marker. We got the Forty ers I could say we throw out the Ra- the Raiders game possibly. So somewhere between weeks four, five, and what was what was that week eight? Uh, I think so. Week eight. 49ers. Yeah, week eight. And week eight. I mean, it's somewhere in there. <clears throat> Those could be realistic. You know, if if they're gonna if they're gonna roll this guy out, they will. Yeah, I know. Well, they are. That that that's without question. You don't think there's no chance of him not. I am tired of people talking about this situation like it's the, the 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 Kansas City situation. It's not. Andy Dalton is not Alex Smith. Alex Smith had a top 10 quarterback QBR year the year before they drafted Pat Mahomes. So let's stop talking like Andy Dalton's that guy. He did not play that well in, in, in Dallas. He did have a decent end of the year. Mm-hmm. Which is cool, but he's not Alex Smith, right? And Justin Fields, there is not. The, it, it is very unlikely that he is Patrick Mahomes. Now, I do. I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. Yes, absolutely. And mm-hmm. he is a hundred percent can be a franchise quarterback. I am not saying that he can't be, but for him to be a generational talent like Patrick Mahomes, who is arguably the best quarterback in the NFL right now, mm-hmm. that only happens. Every so often. It happens like never. It only happens when you're <laughs> Kansas City and you get Patrick Mahomes. Right. So let's like like <clears throat> let's treat Justin Fields like Justin Fields and stop trying to treat him like Pat Mahomes. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like the, the we don't have to keep doing like, oh, let's take the, 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 the Rams model and let's get a young quarterback and, and let's go all in on offense like we did back in twenty seventeen. Like all of the NFL's completely changed into that and then we went into everybody's trying to do the Patrick Mahomes model, get get a generational quarterback who can absolutely kill you on a cheap contract, mm-hmm. and let's have the greatest offense of all time. And I'm like, that only happens when you have a perfect culmination of Andy Reid and uh, and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes and, mm-hmm. a, and, and a decent offensive line and Eric Bieniemy as the offensive coordinator. Like those guys are are just generational guys at what they do. Right. Let's stop trying to model after that because that's not what you get. That those aren't the talents that you have. Right. So let's let let's Chicago has their own situation. We've never had a franchise quarterback. I believe we do now. Let's build around him. Let's play him like he's Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Let's play to his strengths. He is a he's actually more of a Russell Wilson type player. He models his game after Russell Wilson, not Pat Mahomes. Exactly. And those are two completely <clears throat> different quarterbacks. And we knew how that situation played out. Exactly, and we'll get to that in a little bit later. Um, but so that that's how I feel. And and so and while everybody is saying like let's take the Pat Mahomes model and let's sit him all year, mm-hmm. no, I don't think that that's realistic. First of all, if we're taking the Pat Mahomes model, that means that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace are absolutely not on the hot seat this year, which they a hundred percent are. <laughs> Like I'm sorry. Yes, you you did you definitely made the right choice in Justin Fields. Props to you. Round of applause, Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. Mm-hmm. You did the right thing for once in the draft. Right. But hey, you still have three other years prior to this that you've completely effed up. 
you need to show me something that yes, you you started on the right path. Now continue down it to see if we can bring you back next year. Right. So that they're on the hot seat this year. Let's let's not try to act like they're not. The 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 Justin Fields uh draft pick did not save their jobs. They didn't buy them three more years. No. They need to figure that out. And then on top of that, and this is more to Ryan Pace, not to Matt Nagy, because I think Matt Nagy might have a an, another year. Uh, I, I think if anything's going to happen organizationally, Ryan Pace is getting fired. And I think they would potentially keep Matt Nagy. They might fire him as well, but I think that they might hold on to him to see what they have with, with him. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, our team still has building to do. We still need defensive back help. We still need offensive line help to a degree. I think our offensive line is actually decent relatively. We still got to develop some talent on that, on that, on that uh, front line there. But right. besides that, I, I think that there's still some steps that need to be taken. Get, let's get some offensive line depth. Um, but I, at the end of the day, I just think that, we need to stop comparing the Bears situation to Kansas City. It's not the same. It's right. really not the same. So uh, I, I definitely think we're going to see Justin Fields this season, and I th- and I think it's going to be early. I'm I, I think it's going to be earlier on in the year. Well, <clears throat> the question is, will it be back in time for this Packers Bears game? That we don't know. Yeah. But, <sighs> but if he's that it, would be a good time to roll him out for that game. The Lions Week Four, man, I think that was perfect. And 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 that and that's just saying that he that, and that's saying if he doesn't start week one because he very well could, from what I've been seeing. Might man that 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 makes a lot of sense. The Lions game in week yeah. four, and then you get another tune-up game with the Raiders. That give you two games under your belt before you face the Packers. Then we are gonna whoop them. Then the Packers <laughs> gonna figure out. You know what? That's all the hell. Let's and then, trade and then, this and guy. then we've been talking about this from the Bears' perspective this entire time. What is Green Bay gonna look like this year? Do they even have Aaron Rodgers? Do we know that yet? <laughs> like, oh, man, out. Is this gonna be the? I mean, I mean, because I mean, truth be told, I mean, <laughs> not that I'd imagine this would ever happen. You can imagine this this be like Jordan Love versus Andy Dalton. <laughs> if it's if it's Jordan Love, it, this isn't Aaron Rodgers. I yeah. think th- by almost a thousand percent, it's gonna be Justin Fields. Like I don't think there's any way that we don't play Justin Fields this game against Jordan Love. If it's Aaron Rodgers, then yes, there's the very real possibility that we continue to sit him. But all right, I think we did our due on this one. <laughs> we, uh, we we definitely got that one circled on our calendars there. Can't wait. Week seven. Uh, let's talk about Chicago some more. Uh, Chicago versus Tampa Bay. Uh, this is the uh anniversary of the. Uh, infamous Tom Brady meme, him holding up to four. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> forgot what down it was, and the the Bears uh, got away with the win there. Yeah. So, uh, only thing different about this one, it's in Tampa Bay. So, well, I don't, I'm not expecting a whole lot out of Chicago in general. I mean, yeah. not for this game. Um, we kind of snuck one out of there and got got one last mm-hmm. year from them. You know, a team that did not know that didn't have an identity yet, um, but still, they both teams played a very solid game. I mean, Bears played very solid on both sides of the ball. Yeah, um, 
And when it came down to executing, you know, X's and O's between a few plays, the Bears, they pulled it out, and then Tom Brady forgot about it down, and that just <laughs> helped us. It happened. I still don't think they would have got down the field to score. I didn't say that either. Yeah. I, I just, they, they, they weren't able to move the ball down the field that, that, that you, game anyway. You, you, heard, you heard the ridicule. Like, oh, if he never, if he just knew what it was and he would have just really. Yeah, he would have thrown why, it 80 why, yards down the why field. Why the guy. <laughs> then why weren't they up? You know, you know, just just stop it, people. It's like, yeah. damn, he can't do no wrong, really? Like, never. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I just think that this is going to be, an, and this is going to be what ESPN is trotting out all week during this during this week. So it's going to be just reflection on Chicago versus Tampa Bay. I can already see it. All the ESPN memes that, that are going to come up and, and, and literally day after day, we're just going to be talking about this until until Sunday. So, and But if they don't sign Antonio Brown, I'm, I'm, I'm liking the Bears' chances a lot even more. It's like one less weapon. Please come here. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation. I, I would just, as long as he's just not on that roster. Yeah. But let's just start there. For, as of right now, he's not. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of time between now and in the season. <laughs> yeah. Week seven of the, <laughs> of the season. Uh, do you have another week seven matchup? Uh, Lions versus the Rams. Ah, yes. Jared Goff versus the uh, Matt, Matthew Stafford. Yeah. You know, and, and, and uh, I would call the swap bowl. You know, <laughs> quarterback swap. So uh, it it just makes it interesting to see, you know, who got the better end of the deal. Well, we already I know think that. We already kind of know. <laughs> but come on, you killing you killing the narrative of the of the game. No, but, I mean, I, but that's what, that's, what they, that's what they're going to be selling anyway. That yeah. that's what it is, that's what this matchup comes up. It's about that trade. Yeah, and I'll be interested to see how Jared Goff responds. Going up against his old defense, you you practice against them every single day. It should be a home field advantage for you. Yeah, you know it's your home field. Now you gotta have to convince your team. <laughs> it's gonna be the problem, but you know, I I I, I, I just the Rams is interesting now. The Matthew Stafford just gave them a faith a, a very nice facelift. Yeah, you know, like I I I I, I can kind of buy into what the Rams is doing now because after that Super Bowl. Man, uh, Super that, Bowl 53 was a bust. Thank you. <laughs> 100%. Why in the hell? How did y'all NFL allow some crap, a crap, that crappy miss call to sustain? And New Orleans, I would have took, oh my God, New Orleans, New England, I would have took that any day over this. You know, goodness. Oh God, yeah. A shootout. Drew Brees versus New England. Or I don't need to have. A, a, a team that decided to we're 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 falling apart as we speak yeah. in front of everybody's eyes in the Super Bowl. Like, what is wrong with you all? <laughs> like, they they were their worst at the yeah, and at, and at I the think and I think with that Super Bowl specifically, enough people don't talk about how in how in the world did Aaron Donald get absolutely neutralized. By New England's offensive line, because New England's offensive line has never been the best offensive line in the league. Not at all. So when you have a guy like Aaron Donald sitting there, defensive tackle just sitting right there in the middle, bull rushing his way through everybody in the league that year, mm -hmm. just got his bag, like he's coming out there to absolutely murder you. Right. And I think he got what one sack in that game, if that. I don't know if he even got one. Like, I don't remember. 
it, I just remembered I did not enjoy that game. Yeah. I, it was just, they didn't bring anything. You know, in, in this, and I'm saying that in light of what we seen last year, we knew what we was looking at last year and last year's Super Bowl. Kansas City just didn't have a line. And, and, and it's and very it, different than you all didn't show up at all. And, and it's also different because even though it ended up 31 to 9, Kansas City was freaking moving the ball. They had yardage. Right. They just couldn't execute. They once couldn't they finish. Down. Yeah. yeah. They, they get to down to the 30 or 25 or Again, whatever. And then they just. Daryl Williams getting his oh, the, the, the ball bouncing off his face mask. Went straight through Ty, uh, Travis Kelsey's hands. And well, Tyreek yeah. Hill was getting bracketed, bracketed the whole game. So he was neutralized. Like, yeah, but, they just completely shut down. It, it, it was more of the, uh, the, the. It wasn't as much as the defense was really creating all that pressure it was just that pat mahomes didn't have any time to 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 diagnose anything for one and get Mm -hmm. the ball down the field and just kind of mental errors on the on behalf of the the receiving core okay is what i got away from that and so i think like that's completely different from what the rams situation was two years before that right um but man i just think that with that matchup, I'm ready to see how Jared Goff looks against his old team. Like, I, I'm ready to see if Jared Goff is going to have one of those spiteful, like, oh, you don't, you didn't believe in me. Like, I'm, I'm coming for your neck type games. Right. Granted, I have no idea who he's throwing the ball to, but he, he's getting protected by Penny Sewell, so he shouldn't have anybody screaming off the left side. So. <laughs> Oh, Detroit. I have to look at their depth chart. I have no idea who's on the offensive side of the ball. While you look that up, let's start talking about week eight. I already have it up. Oh. <laughs> who, uh, is, who are their receivers? That's the only question that I have because I have no idea what their receiving core is at because they lost everybody. Perryman, Tyrell Williams. That's okay. He went, they, they, they did get him in the offseason. Um, Khalif Raymond. Okay. Used to be their slot guy. He's a starter. I haven't never even heard of this guy. Um, then they got Victor Bolden Jr. Quintez Cephas. <sighs> Who is the so St. Brown? The St. Brown rookie that they just drafted in the fourth round. Uh, uh, yeah. So it's really just Brashad Perriman, Tyrell Williams, and a bunch of guys. Amon Ra St. Brown. Yeah, pretty much. I'm not. I'm not looking any further. It, it was nothing. To, I just needed to verify who was on the team. Uh, I, I guess I'd give him Khalif Raymond as well. Khalif Raymond's not not a not a. And they and of course they got Hawkinson. You know they got their tight. They they led by their tight end, and you know, and then they just signed Darren Fells, so he's coming over from from Houston. Take that for what it's worth. Um. <laughs> I would say it's Prashad Perriman, Tyra Williams, TJ Hawkinson, and then after that, Khalif Raymond is the four guy. And you got DeAndre Swift out the backfield and Jamal Williams. I That's mean, it. yeah, they're, they're they not have looking. an okay, very okay. I mean, I'm oh. interested to see how TJ Hawkinson uh, kind of fares out, but outside of that, their receiving core, like their actual wideouts, are average beyond average. They do have Geron- Geronimo Allison. Who did sign on? I mean, could turn out to be something. Could not turn out to be 
So more than likely not. Um, that I, it's just that that's what I'm worried about. Like he, yes, you've got PNA Sewell. You're starting to build that offensive line. Mm-hmm. You got DeAndre Swift, who was pretty decent, especially towards the second half of last year. And then you you lost all of your wideouts, so you're not looking at a a a really good receiving core. T.J. Hawkinson, I'm excited to, again to see how he fares out. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he was a rookie last year. Tight end rookies never have a good first season. Um, I, I don't know the last time a tight end rookie. I mean, I guess they're I really no, hoping. No. This is third year. It's his third year. He can He got drafted. Oh in yeah, two years ago. Um, but still, it, it's a he's he did take a step forward last year, mm-hmm. and he just needs to do it. Do he needs to become that bona fide number one tight end for them. That that's what they're looking for. Hey, the same that. way that Chicago's looking at that for Cole Komet. Yeah, that's what that's what they're looking for in T.J. Hawkinson. Now let me explain what it's gonna be. Check down Hawkinson. That's how it's gonna play out. <laughs> well, with, with with the way that it stands right now, if they had more wideouts, then it would be a different st- different story. I do not understand for the life of me why they let Marvin Jones go. I. I get okay. You let. Gallaudet I don't think they go. let Marvin Jones go. I think Marvin Jones is like, peace. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> do not want to sit in this situation. They offered him something. I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll do some research. Like, <laughs> did, did he turn a deal down, or did they just like go ahead, test the market out, see if somebody wants you? He got signed immediately. Exactly. Maybe. Somebody actually wanted him. No, I honestly think Marvin Jones is just like, I see what's happening here. Not for me, dog. <laughs> like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Now he's over in Jacksonville. Interesting. <laughs> I would. T- I think I would take Trevor leave, Lawrence over. You leave a team to go to Jacksonville. You know it's bad. I, and <laughs> like you, like I was gonna say, I, I would take Trevor Lawrence over Jared Goff as it stands right now. So uh, I would too as well. Um, we seen what we seen what Jared Goff has. That's great. That's wonderful. I would take the stories and the upside of Trevor Lawrence. And just roll the dice. It's like, yeah. you know what? Let me start over here. That, 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 that's what's going on. I'm sorry. I got to get out of here. I, I can see that. I'm just, again, there's a way I phrased it. I cannot believe <laughs> Detroit allowed this man to leave. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> and I said, allow. I don't think they had a choice. <laughs>